Coming up on Lockdown Lightning, is this the end of the road for the Lightning playoff hopes? We get into that today. Coming up, all that and more on Lockdown Lightning. Your Lockdown Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. Bucks. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And we're getting started today. Uh, by kind of talking about the the honest truth, the the cold hard truth with this team, we'll get into that today, as well as Nikita Kucherov, the the one bright one of the bright uh, stars from, or, or really the the bright points of this team's uh, season this year, uh, making his fifth All Star team. We get into that. Um, talking about more about his chances for winning the heart trophy we get into that as well and later on we'll discuss even though yeah the lightning have struggled this year and and it's starting to look with every bleak performance as if maybe their chances of making the playoffs is getting less and less uh possible we we still have to talk about is it possible though to improve this team we get into that to wrap up the show but before we get into any of that i just want to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form we're also available on youtube go ahead and subscribe to our channel if you want to reach out to the show reach out to me go ahead on twitter at Danky Dank, d-e-n-k-y-d-a-n-k i'd love hearing from all of you or you could just comment below this video and join in on the conversation. So we're starting off with Nikita Kudrov because I, I think before we get into some really uh, unpleasant conversation here with this team, about this team rather, uh, we, we need to talk about the the positives with this team and, and mainly all season long that has been Nikita Kudrov. Uh Coach has just been really one of the, 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 the consistent bright points uh, for this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Uh, he leads the entire NHL as of tonight with 63 points, and he is second in the league in goals at 27, only three behind Austin Matthews. And, you know, it, it's cool. It's great that he he made the, the all-star team, like I said, his fifth selection. But really the, the end goal, you know, if the Lightning don't win – a cup and I'm sure a lot of players feel like this especially if they you know if they don't feel like they have a chance to win the cup which you know once you get into the playoffs obviously um anything could happen at that point but I think that you know at this point in the season as we kind of spoke about in the at, in the first couple of months of the season uh Cooch's Still has a very strong case, I believe, for MVP. I think that, you know, you know, I, I and I've seen this a lot with 
a lot of Oiler fans, especially when the Lightning played the Oilers uh, earlier this year. I had the conversation, you know, who's better, him or McDavid, and a lot of Oiler fans, or what I assumed were Oiler fans, were saying that, what are you crazy, you know, Connor McDavid is the best player in the league by far. Yeah, that's true, but that doesn't necessarily make him the best player for this season. And I know that might be a little bit puzzling to some, but it is possible. And we see it every year in the NHL uh, more times than not, where you look at really the heart players, the heart, their heart trophy winners every year. Um, I think we could all agree that really, you know, sometimes the best player doesn't win or the best player isn't exactly, you know, the MVP of his team. Um, I think if the Lightning make the playoffs, I think that that will significantly help uh, Nikita Kucherov's chances at winning the award. I think if they miss the uh, the playoffs, that will definitely hurt his chances because I think those who, who determine who wins will definitely look at Kuch and take him into con- in consideration and say, well, listen, did... Kucherov do anything significant like that helped his team you know yeah he put up the stats but at the end of the day you know was he the most valuable player to his team yeah but was he outstanding was his performance more outstanding than those around the league so I think that that is what really a lot of the players on this lightning team should kind of view it as if you know and I'm sure they want to see him uh, win the Hart Trophy I think that you need to you need to they they need to look at it that way is you know if we want this guy to win the mvp we got to play better and i think that's something that this team should rally around um and and you so you look at the last couple of years and i think this is a good way to kind of look at it i would say probably the last you know eight or so um and you go down the list of players that that won the heart trophy and and you got to ask yourself was that player necessarily the best player in the nhl like i said i mean there's no dispute that Connor mcdavid is the best player on the planet but given that he was out for two months and you kind of you know granted yeah he will get his stats like i said at the time but uh and maybe i'm being biased here you know i i also feel like at the end of the year the stats will align just because of mcdavid is just scores a ton of points in such a short amount of time too um but you know you look at the taylor hall heart trophy uh from 17 18 when he was with the devils was he necessarily the best player in the league probably not um and that's kind of the thing that sucks about it when you look at the heart trophy conversation i think that at the end of the day it's so subjective because you know if you look at other sports sometimes um, they go purely off stats, uh, like baseball, for example, I think really kind of stays true to that. Uh, and the NBA somewhat too, I think to, to a degree, but, um, I think in the NHL it's, you know, McDavid and I'm not, like I said, I'm not taking anything away from, you know, I'm not, we're not having the conversation of at the end of the day who's better in the world is a coach offer mcdavid it's 100 percent mcdavid but i i just think that really at the end of the day and this is an unfortunate thing that works against coach is that 
a lot of people, including me, look at this award as McDavid's award to lose. Um, I think that him being out for those two months, I believe, I mean, those two weeks, and I believe it was October, maybe the end of October towards November. I think that helped Kucherov get into the conversation, especially with the hot start that he has had. Uh, but I, I think that really, um, at the end of the day, um, it, it's going to be a lot tighter towards the end of the year than what we hope. I think that really Cooch is going to have to do something similar to the last time he won the Hart Trophy back in 19 uh, when when he just lit the world on fire and, and played phenomenal and, and put up 120 points. Uh, so I, I really think it's going to have to be something crazy uh, to where they're going to have to give Cooch the uh, the award. But at the same time, um, you know, it's one of those things where I also think people are going to try and spin it, especially the the people that don't necessarily believe or don't really watch Kucherov on a nightly basis. They're going to probably look at it and say, well, the Lightning aren't really playing that well. Uh, Stamkos is, you know, doing his thing here and there. Uh, they, you know, they, they have some players that could score. But at the end of the day, you know, and, and this is just how I think they're going to interpret it, his, his uptick in stats, is that well, really that, that Lightning offense rev- goes through uh, Nikita Kucherov, and that's true, it does. But the same could be said for any top scorer on any team. Um, I mean, I mean, you you look at all those years of Alexander Ovechkin in Washington. You look at you look at Sidney Crosby in in Pittsburgh. You you look even at Patrick Kane in Chicago. Uh, but definitely, you could look at Connor McDavid as well as that one year with Leon Draisaitl and say the same exact thing. So I I think that. Really, what it comes down to is that, you know, it's like I said, I think it's more so, unfortunately, it's turned into a popularity award. Uh, I, I think that, though, that, you know, really, like I said, I think it what it comes down to is that Coach is going to have to really put up some crazy numbers at the end of the year to, in, in order to really put himself uh separate from Connor mcdavid so let me know in the comments below what you think about that uh you know there's still a lot of hockey to left to be played i mean you know the lightning making the playoffs would certainly uh help his case uh for the award at the end of the year and uh coming up in just a bit we're gonna talk about some cold hard truth um you know we're we're in the first week of january the lightning are just they keep they keep turning their wheels and we don't see much progress uh, on a nightly basis. We kind of talk about how this team is, is taking step backs more times than not. Uh, we get into possibly the, the hardest truth that we'll have to accept uh, this season with this lightning team in just a bit. But first I want to talk about our friends over at the sleeper app. Now it's almost the halfway point of the season lightning fans and you know the lightning are up and down, and and like I said, they they've been turning their wheels more times than not. We we've talked about on this show how really they have to, you know, pick it back up right after a loss instead of just getting back on the horse and all that. But regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy ha- app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests uh cooch is playing phenomenal so you know 
you definitely got to put a bet on him. And and I think probably I would say I would probably say Nick Paul. I would say probably he's he's definitely a sure thing when you want to make your picks on the sleeper app. Uh, and you could pick those two guys to record more or less than their sleeper project projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus or more in a given game. So use the promo code locked on NHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You could also catch us on our YouTube channel. Go ahead and comment below this video. Uh, how you feeling about the Lightning? Realistic chances of really them making the playoffs because that's really what it's come down to with this team. You know, we've gone, unfortunately, from where is this team going to finish in the top three in the division to now are they going to be able to make the playoffs? And that's really the thing that's really been frustrating all year long um, is, you know, we came into the season with such high hopes or maybe we kind of lulled ourselves into this, this repetitive expectation, which rightfully so we should have to where this team is talented enough, or at least we think on paper that this team is talented enough to go and make the playoffs on a yearly basis. But like I said, the last couple of years, um, especially when the lightning have gone on and, and signed these big extensions, which I get in the end, when the cap reaches a certain point, those deals are going to look like absolute steals. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you're kind of putting yourself against the wall to where you're not going to be able to improve in the short term. And that's the thing that has really, really crippled the lightning over the last couple of years. They not have really been able to do anything to set, continue to, to improve. And I think that's really what's happened where on the other hand, on the same time, you know, you're looking at Florida, you're looking at Detroit. Uh, I've said it over the last couple of seasons that those teams are getting better and better every year. They're young. They're they're bringing in new pieces here and there. They have a ton of cap space to do so. And then you also look at the at the rest of the division. I mean, the the conference. You got the Devils. You know, you, you got the Capitals. Who I I'm still surprised that they're still in the conversation. Um, but you you got you know the Buffalo Sabers as well. Who are I'm surprised they're actually out of the conversation. Uh, the Flyers as well, who have bounced back in a big way compared to last season. Uh, so teams have gotten better, and the Lightning have kind of stayed stagnant. And that's what we're seeing this year. And and now the Lightning right now, as of tonight, are are a point out of the the second wild card spot. Um, and and you know the Devils are a very good team. The Flyers are a very good team. Those are the two teams that they really have to focus on staying close to at this point in time because Flyers have been good all year. I fully expect them to continue to play well. The Devils are a good team. I continue, you know, barring some catastrophic goalie situation that may arise in New Jersey. I, I firmly believe that they are going to continue to play well. Um, you look at even at the division. The Maple Leafs are a sure thing for the playoffs. The Florida Panthers have now moved into the second spot uh, in the division. The Bruins are, I think we could agree, uh, barring some some injury issues or bad luck or whatever the case may be, that team is probably going to win the division. So, you know, there's no room for the Lightning right now other than possibly the second wild card spot. And, and you know, now at this point in time, even though, yes, it is 
the first week of January and we have three, four months to really dial it in, which really the lightning have not consistently done throughout the course of the year. You kind of have to start to make peace with the idea of the lightning may not make the playoffs this year. And that's a crazy thing to think about considering what this team has done over the last four seasons, uh, what they have been able to accomplish in that time to Stanley Cups, playoff appearances in all four seasons, uh, all deep playoff runs, except for last year, where, you know, a disappointing end to where I thought they were really starting to come together there at the end of that series against Toronto. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this isn't something that really should be surprising to Tampa Bay Lightning fans, given everything that we have discussed over the last couple of seasons, especially within the last year, really, with this Lightning team. Um, and, and you know, you really have to ask yourself, who is the blame? And and at the same time, you know, how can how can we what can we do to make it better? And really, you know. The, the options, and we'll get into more of that, are very limited with this Lightning team. Um, we'll get into that at the end of the show. But really, when you look at this team and, and you look at what they have on paper, what they have up in Syracuse, uh, and and you throw that with their their cap space, really, there's not much room that for this team to get better or, you know, other than really just to, to find something deep down to play better. And, and, you know, it goes back to the old thing that I have constantly said on this show is that this team for some, whatever reason, and, and this dates back to even when they won their last cup, they, they kind of have had this. And, and, you know, if you really want to put blame, I mean, you could put it on the coat, you could put it on coop, you could put it on this, this, this core group of guys. Um, really what it comes down to is that, you know, this team really, it almost seems as though when they lose a game, they they somewhat it, it's not a regular it, it's not a regular pick me up into the next game. It, it's it's kind of like you're trying to reinvent the wheel after a loss where good teams don't do that. They're able to just bounce back right away. And that's not something that we have been able to see from the lightning consistently. You know, we'll see it here and there, and then they'll absolutely lay an egg or just be non-existent. And, you know, we spoke about it on the last episode, how really, you know, it, it's almost a game of sacrifices with this team when it comes to their performance, because really what it comes down to is that, especially to start the game, you know, it, you kind of have to do a trade-off. It's either play well in the first period and just not, show up in the second or vice versa and really that's not the sign of a good hockey team and and i'm not gonna open up the can of worms here on the show or and if you guys want to in the comments go ahead and do that because i would love to hear both both sides of it um i'm not going to sit here and say that it's a leadership thing but i think that at the end of the day if you're going to lay it at someone's feet you're going to have to lay it at at Cooper and Stamkos because Stamkos at the end of the day, he's the captain. He speaks for Cooper in that locker room when Cooper's not around. And really when this team just it, it, like I said, when they, they lose a game and they try to figure out how to bounce back from that, it's as almost as if they're trying to rediscover fire and that's an issue. And that's the, that's really the reason why that this team is where they are. Um, I mean, there's other reasons why, which I I've, 
I have really in detail described on this podcast numerous times. But it, it's really something that has been frustrating, and it's really been something that has been creeping up on this team for a couple of seasons now, uh, slowly but gradually. And, and and really that I think that if this team is really serious about making the playoffs, that that's really something that they're going to have to examine if they haven't spoken about already. Um, I haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything about it in the in the press about any player coming forward and saying other than the fact that it's 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 frustrating. But at the same time, you know, to a certain and, and I get it, the the secrecy of of hockey and how guys want to keep stuff in the locker room and between players. And that's fine. But at the same time, you know, you got to come out and acknowledge it at some point. And we we haven't done that. And it, it all comes down to accountability. I think once guys start to be accountable for the lack of performance, uh, then maybe we could kind of start to turn the page on that. But until then, um, I don't really see. Uh, anything turning around for this Lightning team. So really, I think that at the end of the day, we're going to have to start to make terms uh, with the fact that this team may not be in the playoffs come May. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. Uh, you know, do you still think that there's time for this Lightning team? Um, I mean, when you look at the rest of the division as well as the rest of the conference, I mean, how can you sit there with a plain face and say that confidence with confidence that this team is going to make the playoffs. I don't know how you can. You're a better person than me. So coming up in just a little bit, we're going to wrap things up. We're going to talk about can this team possibly improve at the trade deadline or in any other facet this season? We talk about that in just a bit. But first, I'm going to wrap things up with our friends over at FanDuel. Now, listen, the NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get on on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose, the app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live game, live same game parlays, find bets in the new explore tab make a parlay and parlay have the best way to find popular parlays and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup fanduel the official partner of the nfl so wrapping things up i just i just want to thank everybody as always for making us your first listen of the day. Now, I want to especially thank the everydayers, you, the listener or the watcher that has been with us every single day. Uh, for those of you that are young, uh, that, that are young in your viewership uh, with us, go ahead and subscribe, uh, you know, and, and hit that notification button because as soon as the newest episode drops, you will be notified. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a heavy conversation to be had on the show something that we have honestly not had here on this podcast really ever you know the the actual reality uh of the lightning possibly not making the playoffs and it, it, it's one of those things where i never really thought i was going to say it this soon uh if you've been a listener of this podcast for the last couple of seasons, you know I've been warning you over and over and over again, especially with the way that this team has played at certain times, that the other teams, not only in the division, but in in the conference, are getting better. They're, they're younger, they're faster, they have deeper pockets, and that coupled with the lightning making all these long-term signings, which I get it. You got to pay your guys now. 
especially with the cap going up. So you're kind of getting them for a bargain. I get that. That's fine. But at the same time, like I said, you're putting yourself up against a wall that you're not going to be able to wiggle from, uh, wiggle away from. And we've seen it and we're, we're seeing it right now with this team. You know, we saw it last year when the lightning really needed a replacement for Jan Ruda. And how did they address that? They brought in Hayden Flurry. And yeah, Hayden Flurry has played very well this year, but last year he was abysmal. And then the counter to that was Nick Perbix, who, yeah, was lightning in a pan was a flash in a pan, excuse me, but at the same time, I mean, he really hasn't done much since really that, those couple of months in which he really wowed everybody uh, that that watches this team. And that's that's one of the main issues on this team. I mean, there's other things that we could get into uh, with the depth, um, with the idea that, you know, really this team can't, they, they really can't get creative with some things. Um, they, on top of that, also have really not made good deals, kind of traded away a lot of draft picks. And I get it, that has paid dividends for them, you know, at the deadline. Getting Nick Paul most recently was a big-time one. Um, contrary to some listeners uh, or some people commenting out there, I really like Tanner Janelle. I think that he is what the Lightning need him to be right now. Um, he's not going to score 30. He's not going to score 30 goals for you. He might get 15 if he goes on a hot streak but it is what it is at this point um don't blame him blame the guy who traded for him that's julian brees boss julian brees boss really um got a little bit cocky i think you know he he really struggled a couple of times with the coleman trade you know the the goodrow trade um getting paul uh getting hagel and that's all great, but at the same time, you know, when you're making those trades and you're still trying to compete and be a cup contender, not only be a cup contender, but win the the Stanley Cup, you also have to manage your assets. And it almost kind of feels like now that now at the time where you need to be more aggressive, you're being cheap. And, you know, that's really your fault. You know, it's not like a situation where Breeze Boss is coming into a situation where the previous GM, Steve Yeiserman, left him without assets. He really did the opposite with that. Um, and and really, you know, I think I kind of hinted at it over the summer. I said, you know, Brees Boss and his little deals here and there, he's really done a good job. But at the same time, when you look at this team, this has Steve, Steve Yeiserman's paw prints all over it. And it's really interesting now or it's really going to be interesting to see going forward, you know, what kind of moves Brees Boss makes to sustain that winning and, and to not only sustain that winning, but to also build towards the future because Stamkos, Cooch, and Hedman are not going to be around forever. And you're going to need to help Hagel and Paul and Sorelli that next group of lightning core players, you're really going to need to help help them by surround them uh, with good players. And he hasn't really done that uh, by trading first picks, first round picks. I get it here and there, you know, but you got to be smart about it. Um, he also hasn't really done a good job of, of stacking the farm system. Uh, Jack Finley, a, a high pick from a couple of years ago. Uh, he's really just disappeared at this point. I know he hasn't really been the guy that 
that, you know, we would have wanted him to be. But at the same time, you know, I hate to do this, but you look at the Stevie Y era, getting coached late, point. You know, the list goes on of guys that he was able to pick up relatively with with, with late picks. And, you know, I, I honestly, I think it's something that we kind of have to look at in that regard. But at the same time, you know, I get it. It's not fair. You know, you, you picked up what Stevie Y did with his organization was just insane on another level. And it kind of looks like he's doing that in Detroit. Uh, the other way that I, I think that this team could possibly only improve, and I know this is going to be blasphemous as well, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, start to possibly, we might parse, especially if the Lightning miss the playoffs this year and they get off to a bad start next year. Obviously, when teams play bad, and especially a GM like Brees Boss, who has not really had to deal with adversity all that much during his tenure here, you kind of, he's going to do anything he can to preserve his job. And if the the talk gets too loud about, you know, what needs to be done about this Lightning team, um, he's going he's gonna to sandbag Cooper. And that's not to say that Cooper's without blame. I mean, this team has really not improved on the ice at all. You know, you still have high quality players on your team. And yet your most nights, you know, it looks like this team is, like I said, trying to reinvent fire or rediscover the wheel. And that's not something that really good hockey teams do if they want to go out there with aspirations of winning the cup. So really, there's no way to improve other than with from within uh, for this lightning team. And that's the unfortunate truth right now that we have, which why, like I said before, if gun to my head i don't believe that this lightning team is going to make the playoffs but you know what there's a lot of hockey to be played from now until the end of the season and hopefully the lightning uh reignite a little bit of of fire and and are able to get on a run and, and put themselves in a conversation for not only a playoff spot but hopefully a uh divisional playoff spot so as always, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Also, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Love hearing from all of you, and we'll be back tomorrow to discuss tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.